I think it's always important to have some context or backstory around why someone would do something or say something. In my case, I came out here on YouTube in Feb 2020, and now fast forward a year and a half or so later, and I've been talking about personal finance and why it's so important to me. The reason is, well, I'm gonna discuss that in this video. I'm gonna share my money story, how I grew up with money, and the mindset that my parents had, which is what I grew up in, and why I wanna change things up. If you are interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. This video is very important to me. It's more about the context around why I created the YouTube channel, but more so why I do the things I do. Why is it that I pursue financial freedom as such a big goal? Why do I value financial freedom so much more as well as balance than you know making an extra couple of hundred thousand dollars a year? There's a reason I conduct my business the way I do and I'm not interested in being being like the number one buyers agency around in Australia, nor do I think I can have the biggest channel on YouTube just purely because I like the balance. And it all comes down to my money story. It's really about how I dealt with money or had that mindset around growing up around money and what that mindset looked like, which is why I do things today. So I wanna share some of that with you guys. I think some concepts will be very familiar to you now. Some of it was familiar and it might be something that you can learn from as well as take some lessons for your own lives to go. Okay, now I understand why financial free is important. Hopefully this gives you a bit of insight as to why I take it so seriously. Now, before I do continue, if you want daily updates over here on YouTube, I make about two to three videos, but if you want the daily stuff, then join Patreon. There's a link in the description below. That's where I'm sharing everything across from NFTs, buying cryptocurrency, what am I buying, as well as my mindset around how I'm sort of buying and selling and why I'm buying and selling, which I think is almost more important. So you can learn how to fish rather than just getting the fish yourself. So let's just go down memory lane and just understand what I grew up around. My parents were definitely not super wealthy or anything like that. They did have the traditional immigrant mentality as well as the grow up story as well. So we had three families living in the one house. And there was like 12 people sharing one bathroom. You can only imagine how the timelines even used to work out as to who goes for a shower and who doesn't. And if they wanted to go for a shower and someone needed to go to the bathroom, well, it was a complete disaster. So that just gives you an insight that from the age of when I was born to probably about 14, 15, that seemed to be the scenario that did change. Now, over time, some of those families moved out. And you know, when I say families, they weren't just complete randoms. They were my uncle and my auntie and their family. And so they moved out into their own homes. But we were left in a house that, you know, was very old, had just the one bathroom. And up until about 13 or 14, I was still sharing a room with my grandma. Like, just take that into context of like what we had to do. And I know some people watching this would be like, oh, you're so entitled. You know, I didn't even have a room. But others would say, you know, like you had it pretty hard compared to what I do. So this is where my relationship with money really started. It wasn't that I looked at my situation and felt bad for myself. No, I was actually very, very happy with where I was at. I was very grateful that I even had shelter, that I had my parents, you know, have a house at the time. But I also realized the limitations around how much you could be as a person in an environment like that. When you had so many people around you, privacy was didn't exist. You know, even just seeing my own parents, if they wanted to really have a good old argument, they couldn't because there were so many people around. So this is where I started understanding we need more choice. How do we get there? Well, I'm yet to find out because I'm 12 and I don't know anything. And so I was just going through schooling and you start hearing from other school kids what their situation was. And you know, you can't help but compare. And that was such a big lesson for me to learn because all that did was it put you in a more negative mindset. And that is again, one of those lessons that I did learn. But my relationship with
relationship with money at the time was that, you know, my parents would give me a little bit of money to go and, you know, buy lunch from the canteen on a Friday. But other than that, I saw my dad sort of not attend any, you know, school events. And that was because he was working at sometimes two, three jobs at the time. And my mum, she didn't work for a few years, but then she had to ultimately work as well. What they realized was it was way too difficult to not only raise kids in Sydney, but then to get ahead and give, you know, kids some sort of launch pad at least. It was going to be difficult just by having one person work. So dad and mum really worked really hard. And that's where I started learning those, you know, good values around work ethic and just understanding the value of money. When I came out of that, you know, during my teenage years, obviously some of the families moved out. I've got my own room, which is exciting. We're still living in a home that, you know, was quite old. And then I ended up making friends who lived up in the North Shore of Sydney. And so when I would go to their house, I'm like, wow, you know, I'd love to stay here all the time. But then when they were like, well, why don't you ever invite us to your house? And I was like, oh, I wonder why. <laughs> so again, comparing and just knowing what you had compared to someone else, it always made me feel bad. Now, one of the things that did happen early on, which I'm super grateful for, is that my parents realized, yes, you needed to increase your income, but that was simply not going to be enough. For them, their asset of choice was property. And so they started investing into real estate. They started buying in Sydney. And when I say started buying, like they weren't buying a huge amount. They were just buying one and maybe they would do that for every third year or fourth year. And I could see that, you know, the struggle was real. Everything that they saved, they would go and invest into another property. And so I grew up with that, knowing that that was probably the key to financial freedom. But what I did also see was they had an accountant that was really just fixated on one thing, which is how do we reduce your tax? And because they had that mindset, they also had to, you know, they listened by choice to this accountant and they offloaded some of the properties that they shouldn't have. And now obviously hindsight being a beautiful thing, I'm looking back and saying, wow, if you guys didn't sell that, we would be there and that would be there. But that's how it is. That's life, right? You can never see the alternative path, just continue and, you know, assess what you can and adapt. So once I saw that they were investing and that allowed them to compound their money, then we had the choice to actually move home. So my parents ended up purchasing a property. What we did was we knocked it down. And what was very important for us was that my parents worked really hard. We were just going through school. So almost at uni and we didn't really rely on their money anymore because during uni, we were working ourselves, my brother and I we were working. And so we were just basically paying for our own expenses. They would take care of, you know, the house and the bills and stuff like that. But what I did find was that the relationship with money, the conversations around money were just unhealthy. You know, everyone has their own way of doing things. And my dad was very particular in how he did it, but it was always a constant thing. Like we don't have enough. There's always more to gain and we need to limit how much we're spending. We need to save and do these things. And this is where, you know, the sort of mindset I had, you know, in my early twenties, it was save all that you can invest a little bit and continue doing that because in 30 years, you'll have a, a really bright future. I see some other YouTubers come out and see it on all over TikTok as well, that, you know, you can go and invest, you know, into ETFs and then in 30 years time, you're gonna have X amount of money and it's fantastic. That's the mentality that almost held me back. Now, don't get me wrong. There's, you know, there's not a lot wrong with that situation. You know, people going out there investing for their future. I think it's fantastic because I've also got grandparents that are on the pension that, you know, are really struggling. So actually doing something is better than nothing. But what I found was there was an efficient way of doing things. There was an efficient way of building wealth and creating that wealth long-term. And what that meant was using debt 
leveraging that and really understanding the core principles of personal finance and then going out there and having the choice to diversify if you wanted to. Leveraging and using debt was the big unlock for me to go from you know being in this mindset that I was defensive to then being overly aggressive, which has really allowed me to excel in my own personal development, but as well as my personal wealth and growth there. With dad taking the lead on like finances, it meant that there wasn't a conversation with mum and dad about finances that we were ever part of. Mum was pretty much like, you handle that, I'll handle this. And although, you know, it seems on paper like that would work, what it did was it meant that dad pretty much had the control when it came to finances. Mum didn't really know what was happening. And more recently, in the last couple of years, since they've split up, mum has been in that position where she's had to go and learn those things. This is why I say that whether you're female or male, whether there's one person in the partnership or, you know, relationship that's better at finance, it needs to be a collaborative process. It needs to be a healthy conversation between people. You can't just simply rely on one person because if that one person goes or there's something that happens, what are you going to do? And this is something that I really want you to take away from the channel. I have probably about 30% of females actually watching my channel. But if you do have a sister, mum, or a cousin that is female, please share this video because it's very important not to just rely on whether it's a male or if you're a male and you rely on your partner to do these things, I don't think it's healthy. I think just seeing my parents, you know, go through that process and then being in a situation where mum almost didn't have any control over her finances, whereas dad did, it meant that the goals weren't aligned. Those cracks started coming about when it came to, you know, actually enjoying life. So in my late teens and early 20s, I started realizing financial education is very important. Read books, podcasts, whatever you need to do to really open up your mind and adapt. There was always aunties and uncles coming over, family, friends talking about, I did this, I did that. And then, you know, my parents almost following those things only to make a mistake. But what we didn't really question or they didn't really question was if you're giving me this advice, what have you done in this space? And this is where if we had just asked those questions, we probably don't head down a bad path. This is what I say in my videos as well. Don't just follow someone blindly unless they can show you what they have or at least showcase that they have the education in that space. Why are you listening? So a couple of key lessons that I've really learned around when I've been growing up around money, if you want to call it my money story, is essentially going, I felt really guilty about spending extra money, which put me in a mindset that every time I was making money, I didn't really want to spend it. My lifestyle sort of stayed the same and I saw my friends starting to buy different things. They were having a good time. And for me, I was just sort of like, you know, work hard, which I knew, I learned, work hard, make that money and invest it. Now I'm thankful now that I did invest, but I know for a fact that unless I purchased particular properties, I'd probably be in a position where I had no lifestyle in all of my 20s. Now in the first two or three years of me working full-time, yeah, I probably needed that discipline to be honest. I was always going out and I was spending my money on dumb shit. Now I can look back and say, well, after those first two years, I realized seeing my parents do what they did, I wanted a balance. How did I get that balance? Well, it was by purchasing property that gave me that cash flow as well. Now, I'm not some moon boy, fanboy of just buying property and getting cash flow so I can retire. No, I love what I do. The cash flow is all bonus. It gives me choice in lifestyle. And I know that choice is very important. So now my rent that I you know, pay for week to week is actually getting paid by the income I generate from my properties. That is choice. That is financial freedom for me at least. So now I'm doing things that I love. And obviously over the last couple of years, I've been traveling as much as I can, barring COVID, obviously. But I've got the choice to do those things. Why? Because I learned from the mistakes that my parents made. I understood those conversations and learned those lessons. I made mental notes. The fact that my dad had to work two to three jobs, you know, kudos to the bloke, but I didn't get any face-to-face -face time with him for a few years. And I'm not the only one. I know there might be some of you that are listening or watching or whatever, and you go, 
that sort of sounds like me. I never saw my mum or I never saw my dad. And I don't want the same thing to happen with my kids. So when I get the haters on comments and say, well, why do you want to do this? You know, all you care about is money. That's all white noise to me, to be honest, because I know the most important thing to me is to be able to go and pick up my kid from school, drop him off to school and actually be financially free so I can do those things. That is my biggest motivator. And the reason I bring out these videos is because I don't want you to have a similar money story where you felt guilty about things you didn't have enough. And I want you to adopt that abundance mindset. There is so much choice right now and education is through the roof. Like there is education everywhere. There's YouTube channels like this as well. Be sure to subscribe if you are interested, but it ultimately comes down to your execution, your strategy and the conviction you have around achieving your own financial dreams. I think it's possible even now, despite all the talks about inflation, despite all the talks about affordability and interest rates going through the roof, I think there's still a chance for a lot of you guys. It's awesome that I could make this video because I can always reflect back on it and hopefully one day if YouTube's still around, maybe I'll download this video, who knows? And in 15, 20 years, I can show this to my kids and see how that compares to their money story. These are the sort of stuff that really gets me out of bed. I love it and I don't really care if it does well on the YouTube algorithm or not. But if you did enjoy this, definitely smash that thumbs up and share it with someone that you think needs to hear something like this to really get them motivated and take that next step. Thank you so much and I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.